1: 340 Incorrect 341 Correct I, I double checked I just went and looked on the website And uh Yeah 340 was The last one that we did
0: Okay Hello everyone Welcome to episode number 342 That's 342 oh, What did you watch I, My name is I Mike. literally just said it was 341 I know <sighs>
1: I I I don't know why. Why why do I <laughs> why do I question this? Why do I <sighs> So Mike's coming to you from the future because I I am. <laughs> we we skipped 341 and jumped right into 342
0: apparently. I just wanted to get the ball rolling on things. Now this is Excellent. 341, obviously.
1: Balls rolling. Yep. <laughs>
0: Boom. Ching.
1: Boom. Yeah, this is 341, because we were off last week, because uh, Mike sent me a cryptic text that he was dying while I was in a meeting at work, and uh, I couldn't do anything about
0: it. It's not my fault that the phone showed you out of order.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: but yeah, I was suffering. But he's
1: alive now, so
0: we're good. I am. I am indeed. I am alive. And... Um, It was it was from shoveling snow. That's what was that's that's uh that's what put me into a great distress.
1: Makes sense. Hey Mike, you're being recorded. Yeah, I know. Okay, well it says let everyone know they're being recorded. Oh, did that just pop up? No, I just noticed it though.
0: All it says to me is John is recording a call. (laughs) John Uh is
1: a creepy perv. He's recording your
0: call. On the old uh, the old Microsoft, on the old zoom it's like this call's been recorded do you, it doesn't ask if you consent. it just says do you want to leave <laughs> Nice. right as it doesn't say do you consent to this because in Maine you know you don't have to right have both parties consent but like yeah which I do love. It just says do you want to leave? Anywho, uh, I watch some shows. I watched some, some stuff and some things.
1: I watched um, a lot of shows, but I watch I watched some of the, the foosball.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had a, I had a, I had a good time. I had a great time. Uh, one movie, single
1: movie. Um, yeah. and I got to scroll back up through our conversation to find where, uh, the other stuff began. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I watched some movies. I watched a, a returning show, a new show, another new show. <laughs> I, I watched. Whew.
1: Well, I'm like I it's been two weeks, so I'm looking at some of this stuff and I'm like, oh, there was an episode of Quantum Leap, apparently. Because I think you hadn't watched it. So I caught. Sure. The uh, the one with the hospital. And yes, I watched that one. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, so I'm looking at this and I'm like, yeah, uh, I watched a new sh- two new, sh- three new shows, um, and started revisiting another show that we'll talk about. Cause that's an interesting story. Okay. And of course, at the end of this episode, we will talk all things, the last of us, because that's going to be our new end of
0: yeah. Show. So did you watch yesterday's episode?
1: Sure did. Did you?
0: Uh, I have 30 minutes left. Oh, because wow. I got home at five thirty. Yeah. Well, a little bit after five and we got our food together and we sat down to watch it. It's a long episode, apparently.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. So anyhow, I didn't uh, I, I didn't finish it. We have 30 minutes left. I told Kate, "Oh, I got to go record my show with John. And she's like, what? What? but I want to finish it. And I'm like, I know I do too. (laughs) Well, we'll go easy on that one, but, but yeah. So, well, I'll tell you where I'm at in it, you know, when we get there.
1: Um, so I will say like, just for the, uh, starting with the shows that we are separate on, um, I did not watch any more of the rookie because I saw that it was on Hulu and I clicked and I watched the first five minutes of an episode and I heard your voice in my head saying, thought you weren't going to watch that anymore. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm not. I stopped it.
0: Yeah, I didn't watch any of the rookie either. Um, Kate and I finished Welcome to Chippendales.
1: Was it a good payoff? Was it a, well, was it okay. a happy
0: ending? Well, no, because, you know, he hangs himself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not like David Carradine style, but like trying to end his lifestyle. Mm, yeah. Uh, it was, a I mean, it was a good series. Um, the guy that founded the Chippendales was really just a terrible human being, quite frankly. Didn't seem that
1: way in the beginning. I'm going to guess.
0: Well, I mean, he was always suspicious uh, and jealous and like never felt like he got the credit for what he deserved. And yeah, his partner that basically choreographed the whole thing probably took more credit than he deserved. And it was, you know, contentious business partners together because they had to be for them both to make money type of thing. Um, but like, you know, if you create something that's popular, people are going to copy it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So, when he saw somebody else doing like an all male stripper review, he was just like, What? How dare they steal from me? Like, and, you know, burnt their bar down. (laughs) Or, like, I don't know, tried to have them killed. Like, he was not a good person, plain and simple. And there's no way there's going to be a second season because, like, literally everybody's dead. Uh, and the good the, the the story that would be interesting is already done because at this point now it's like, oh, look how they've managed to be a successful business still. Like, no one cares about that. They want the dirt. They want the drama. Mm-hmm. So, I can see that. Um, I don't think I'd ever watch it again. Did you ever watch it again, wife? Yeah. No, no, no. And I couldn't even really give it a hard sell and say you should watch this.
1: I remember when you first started watching it you were stoked and you were kind of pumped. And I was like, well, I'm going to wait and see what the final verdict
0: is. Yeah, well, I'm the first two episodes was good, but then it just kind of like, I don't know. It didn't hold me.
1: Um, we watched a handful of Dr.
0: Who. Oh, you got, Oh, nice.
1: So last time we had talked, uh, we had watched the episode called The Girl Who Died, which was the one where we first met Ishielder Yep, and the Vikings. Uh, so that was followed by The Woman Who Lived, which was her in the um, colonial days uh, when yep. she first adopted me as her moniker. Uh, great episode, you know, really showed the doctor the horrors of being alone for too long and how you lose your humanity. Which, you know, he's wrestled with all across what we've been watching of him. Uh, Then it was the double feature of the Zygon invasion and the Zygon inversion, which was a really good follow-up to the day of the Doctor. You know, when they basically mind-wiped all the Zygons and... You know, now we got to see, that seemed noble at the time. It was like, oh, it's, what a great solution. So they're all going to live together. And now we get to see the, you know, after effects of that, where they're like, you know, a couple hundred thousand Zygons were just populated into England. They showed up with no money. They showed up with no IDs. Um, and we were just expected to put them up and, and help them out, et cetera. Um, so a faction broke off and said, We want to walk around as Zygons so and we want to take over the planet. And it was a good pair of episodes, really. Uh, invasion of the body snatchers r- ratcheted up a little bit. Um, and then we got Sleep No More, followed by the ra- uh, Face the Raven, which you know, of course, Face the Raven was the tragic end of Clara Oswald, unfortunately. Yep. <sighs> Um, and then the other day we got the first of the two part, uh, season finale, which was heaven sent. That was the one in the tower of the moving parts where he was punching through the diamond wall, essentially the one where it took him 3 billion years
2: mm-hmm.
1: and it just, oh. It's still like I knew what was coming and still watching the episode and watching him unravel the mystery and have him be like, it's almost as if I've been here for 7000 years. It's almost as if I've been here for 12000 years. It's almost as if I've been here for 200000 years, like and going through it over and over and dying only to be reborn with no memory over and over for 3 billion years. And the fact that he was using the the Grimm's fairy tale allegory of the bird that sharpened its beak on the mountain. Yep. <sighs> so we still have to watch Hellbent, which is the finale part of that where he's back on Gallifrey. And I then, know how
0: you watch the first part without just watching the second part straight away.
1: That'll become apparent in a little bit. Um, oh, okay. When I tell you another story. Uh, okay. but, then, but then after that is the Christmas episode, which is the Husbands of River Song.
0: Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Yeah.
1: And then we get into the um, university years. <sighs> yeah.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. I just, you know how I feel about that.
1: I do.
2: I, it's the most
0: heartbreaking thing I've ever seen <sighs> on TV. Like, sincerely. Like, to me, like, it just, it devastates me. It's uh-huh. ridiculous. It's a TV show. Uh-huh. But, like. I've never felt so sympathetically bad for how a character ends. Um,
1: Yeah. And it was so like, there was so much ending because that was also the end of Moffat's run. We're going to be going into Chibnall's days. So like, this was, yeah, there was so much that was just kind of coming to an end in. Yeah.
0: So I did watch the. Uh, I finished up X-Files season eleven. Nice. Uh, some. I mean, it's ten episodes. Um, there's some great Monster of the Week episodes in this season, uh, but it does, of course, bookends with My Struggle part three and four, which season ten bookended with My Struggle part one and two. Yep. Um, As far as a finale of the X-Files, watching it again, you know, Mulder and Scully and trying to find their son, William, and this and that. And then, you know, right at the end, we find out that Scully's pregnant, allegedly, with Mulder's child. And, you know, they've basically been in a on-again, off-again relationship the whole two seasons. Mm -hmm. I I really felt this finale was a lot more satisfying than the season nine finale when we actually thought it was done. Right. And not to be ungrateful, but the movie that we got, the I Want to Believe Their movie that we got between the not, seasons 9 and 10, when we thought that was all we were going to get was that movie, man, that is just not a good movie. <laughs> it's just not. It's Really just not a good movie. It,
1: it's uh, akin to the Doctor Who movie <laughs> where we. that's the only time that we ever saw the eighth Doctor you know, oh, the yeah, game. the Fox
0: movie of the week. Yeah. 96. Yeah, that's
1: not great. Eric Roberts is the master. Come on. Oh, yeah,
0: God. Ugh. Yeah. But anyhow, so we finished up. I, I did finish up uh, X-Files. Um, You know, 1923 has been on hiatus. I haven't really watched any more Three Pines. That one I started on Amazon Prime with uh, Doc Ock there.
2: Alfred Molina. Name.
0: Yeah, I mean, I enjoy it. I just haven't gone back to watch it. Same thing with Wednesday. I just haven't gone back to watch it. I will. Um, but I did finish up. Uh, not finish up. I, I've continued my journey on with um, Grimm. And uh, we're getting into the episodes where the captain, Captain Renard, is going to be running for mayor and he's working for Black Claw. And Adeline's going to go and. You know, she's she's got her hexabeast powers back yet and she's afraid to tell Nick over what Nick might do. But Nick knows because Rosalie told him. But Nick's waiting for Adeline to tell him and blah, 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 blah. So she's about to go move in with uh, Renard here soon. But that doesn't last that long. But those episodes would be a struggle for me. I've just decided I want to watch what I like when it (laughs) comes to that. I, I don't blame you. I mean, I get it. Yeah. Uh see, the Connors is still good. I have no idea what's going on with Alaska Daily. Like we got six episodes. It definitely was not over, but it's just disappeared, and I haven't heard any news about it. Um and it wasn't phenomenal, but it was enough that I'm I'm interested in what's going on with it. And I, I can't, you know, we did we only got six episodes. It ended in November. I have no idea if it's coming back. Oh, here we go. The final four episodes will begin airing on February 23rd. Okay. Well, that answers that then. Uh, Let's see. 1923 is on hiatus still. You haven't watched any of that, though, correct?
1: Correct. Probably won't.
0: Okay. Fair enough. Uh, Ghosts last episode was... Did we talk about that last time? Can't, I honestly can't remember because it's been, uh, you know.
1: Yeah, Freddie got the dating advice and Hetty was basically like uh, telling her,
0: you know. Yes, don't, don't, don't get don't involved. Don't come up with the help. Yeah. Yeah. To, don't befriend the help. <laughs> <laughs> um, did it get renewed again for, yes, it got renewed yes. for a third yep. season. I'm happy with that. I'm very pleased with that. I still don't know how many seasons we're going to get here. Uh, it's coming back February 2nd, though, so later this week. So I'm excited for that. Nice. Ooh, we got Ghost Hunter, Trevor's Body, and A Date to Remember listed. Hmm. Okay. So that's fun.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, yeah, so a lot of shows are still in hiatus. They're coming yep. back here this week or next week. Uh, Young Rock.
1: It all goes back to childhood.
0: Yep. Once again, there's some fictionalization going on in this episode, as far as the wrestling storylines are concerned. Okay. Um, you know, as far as like him and his mom, like his, his parents never started their own wrestling promotion. It just didn't happen. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing or whatever it is. It just didn't happen. They just didn't do that. Okay. Um, but, um, I don't know. Otherwise, I enjoyed it. I believe this was the episode where we find out that, like, you know, Dewey doesn't have much uh, supervision from his parents mm-hmm. or his grandmother, and we got to see him progress. Like, you know, he's bought he bought his friends alcohol and they arrested him. He's like, "I'm a minor." Yeah, sure you are, guy. You know, because <laughs> he looks like he's 25 or whatever. He's got the mustache on. Right. Um, I don't know. It was a good episode. I don't know what to
1: say about it. There's not much to say. I mean, it's a good show. It's enjoyable. Um, We did get the uh, sting that basically his whole time down here, he was supposed to be getting her to cut a deal with the president. And after after all this time, she's like, yeah, it ain't happening. Um, Yep.
0: Next. (laughs) Uh, Did you check out night court at all?
1: Uh, All three episodes. Yes.
0: Same here. I felt like, first episode did what every pilot show does. They just piled on too much stuff.
1: Yep. Yep. They had to get um, everything in there.
0: And then even the second episode, there was too much camp in it. You know, like the mural of the Golden Girls on the wall by the end of it. And Yeah. Oh, my God. The third episode, they kind of seem to find their sea legs, if you will, trying mm-hmm. to balance it out. Yeah. Um, I like that John Larroquette's on it. Yep, that's fun. He's seventy-five,
1: <laughs> but he like, still he still rocks it.
0: He's he's doing a great job. Yeah, I like that. Uh, you know the storyline with Melissa Ranch being Judge Harry Stone's daughter. Yep, uh, he's dead on the show because he's dead in real life.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> you know, we just got course, Go
0: ahead. I say she's a different kind of judge. So she you know, she runs her court differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just Uh, got
1: the what I was going to say, we just got the uh, twist in there at the end of the third episode that she's an alcoholic. Uh, She's been in rehab. It kind of caused friction between her and her dad. She was afraid that he was disappointed in her because of that. And, you know, what's his name? I want to say John Laricat, but yeah, he wasn't Harry. Harry was the judge. Anyway, his character is like, your dad could never be disappointed in you. Oh,
0: Dan Fielding is his name.
1: Dan, yes.
0: Yeah, Dan, Dan Fielding.
1: Yep. He's like, your dad could never be disappointed in you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, it definitely seems like from the first episode to the third episode that a tremendous amount of time passed. Because in the first two, Dan's character was just like, I'm only here short time. I'm only here short time. And then it's just like in this episode, he's fully you know integrated in in the proceedings and everything
2: yeah
1: yeah this one oh it was this is definitely a sitcom um, and it definitely has some cringy moments Um, the the clerk leaning down to whisper to her he's an undercover cop and it echoes through because of the microphone that was cringy. Uh, well, just yeah, like, of
0: course, the microphone has been there the entire time. But, of course, yeah. you never notice it until that episode. Right. And when I mean the entire time, I'm talking the original run of Night Court.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and um, the oh, – what was I going to say? Oh, then later on when the uh, DA – goes down to the cops. She's like, I want to go back to getting special treatment. He's like, yeah. have you met internal affairs here? He's been monitoring us. And See, another my problems cringy with, moment.
0: My problems with both of these episodes is a, they would have said to her, Hey, IA's coming. We got to keep, gotta, right. you know, and two, the undercover cop, his boss or somebody would have made her aware that he was an undercover cop. Oh, uh-huh. put him in jail. Yep. And not him having to keep coming back over and over and over again.
1: Yeah. They wouldn't have paraded him in front of night court of all things. Right. Yeah. If exactly. anything, it would have been like, you know, paraded in front of a real judge or maybe in a closed court, you know, so that it wasn't open yep. to the public just so that it looked good. Yep. But yeah, they wouldn't have done that. They wouldn't have marched him up in night court of all places. And I don't mean Night Court is in like the show. I mean, you know, there no, the, the, are real. What's night going courts.
0: on? Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I don't know how it's hard, man. I don't. Sitcoms are really hit or miss. You know, mm. the the sitcom boom of the '80s and '90s just—it's not like it was. No. Which is too bad because I do like non-threatening half-hour TV shows. <laughs>
1: non-threatening half-hour tv shows i like that yep
0: that's what i like
1: um, yeah it's um they sometimes they really get like ghosts i would consider that almost a sitcom except it doesn't yep. have the laugh track but um you know something like that i look forward to every week absolutely um something like you Night know it's funny i know mm.
0: sitcom means situational comedy but mm. i would i if i've I would say that Ghost to me is a situational comedy and Night Court's a sitcom because to me, a sitcom is like you said, in front of a live studio audience or the laugh track, or it's just supposed to be funny for the sake of funny. Whereas Ghost is funny, but it's logical humor for a yeah. show that's about ghosts and so on that can see them. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: so yeah, I I'll I'll watch it for now. I, it's nothing that I'm gonna recommend. It's nothing that excites me. No. But um yeah. That that's all I've got to say about that, Jenna. I
0: thought it was funny because there was like, you know, it's a number one new sitcom. And then on the parenthesis it says this year. <laughs> At yeah. the bottom. I thought that was funny. Yeah. Like a little stretch, huh? A little stretch. Well yeah. a little bit. It's little bit, little bit, a little bit of a stretcheroo. Uh, Velma, are you watching that at all?
1: I have not started it yet. Um, Julie and I do want to start it, but we're waiting for them you're to have wait, well, more of a
0: backlog. But there was four, so I don't know if you're going to watch bang out those four.
1: Not yet. Are you still enjoying it?
0: Yes, I am still enjoying it thoroughly, actually. Um, it's Apparently not, you're the one person. <laughs> yeah, I am, but it's... I'm enjoying it for what it is, you know, like, um, I love Scooby-Doo. I've watched Scooby-Doo forever. I watched Scooby-Doo with my kids. I like, uh, you know, and, and yes, this is not Scooby-Doo, but this is, it's funny. It's a unique take on these characters, which I'm not offended that they've changed the characters so much. Okay. It's almost like, it's almost like not logical to have these characters and they've been the same for 60 years or 50 years. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the Simpsons. I think the part of my, my loss with the Simpsons is that it's been 30 years and the kids are still kids. Yeah. The, I uh, think if they would have aged them, they could make funnier things.
1: It's funny. You saying that the, um, I just watched a thing on TikTok last night. That was the unaired, uh, final scene of the final season of King of the Hill. And it was the four guys standing in front of the fence, drinking their beers, dressed in suits because they had just had, I believe a wedding. And, um, or it might've been a funeral, but anyway, they're like, God, it's hard to believe that it's only been a year. And they're like talking about everything that happened on the show. They're like, yeah, don't forget the Megalomart blew up. Yeah. What a crazy year we've had basically saying, you know, that that's why they're all the same age is because it's only been one year, even though the show was on the air for like seven or eight years or something. Yeah. So I thought that was, yeah. And unfortunately it was unaired. So they never did anything with that. But yeah, I thought that was very much, uh, a good way to kind of retcon that.
0: Yeah, that's actually pretty clever.
1: Yep. Oh, oh and there were a few things that Bill's like, "Oh, I don't remember when this happened?" And Hank's like, "I told you that never happened. That was a fever dream that you had when you ate some bad food." <laughs> awesome.
0: <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, what else?
1: Um. Well. Quantum Leap, as I mentioned. Uh, we hadn't talked about it last time. This was the episode where he leapt into a med school student. Well, oh, a she's, doctor, like a,
0: she's like a second year resident or something yep. like that. And then you had the, the male <clears throat> doctor that was overly aggressive and angry for no reason.
1: Mm-hmm. And sexist. Don't forget, very um, sexist.
0: Well, sexist for a reason. It was 1984, and it was a yeah. woman doctor or whatever it was, 1992 or something. But he was aggressively angry for no reason
1: yeah yeah
0: Um, so here's my issue with this episode (laughs) it was there was too much Mm
2: -hmm.
0: you know the big the big uh multi-vehicle crash they have a patient that dies a patient that's gonna die if they don't do something about it uh, then she need you know get some medicine pulled off the shelf, which they easily got this pharmaceutical this, this drug experimental drug like easily got that disqualified.
1: Um, uh, remember they were one of two or they were one of a handful of co- uh, hospitals that were testing it.
0: Yes, exactly, but and, and they're being paid a lot of money to test it and there was no actual physical proof that the drug was causing anything. It was just hunches and feelings that everyone went on. Yep. Um. Which doesn't. No. Uh. The woman that dies is miraculously in a perfect match donor for the woman who, where the drug, you know, affected her issues. Yep. You know, like, and then of course, like the old guy that's got the cancer that's gonna die happens to be the father of of the girl in the hospital, and they have to reconcile so that he can help them. Um. Stop the drug and make the changes that are necessary. And then I just, too much, too much stuff, too much coincidence, too much of it all just easily working out. Um, and then, you know, there's a fight going on behind you. And then, like, uh, you know, uh, Janice Calavici there, uh, don't listen. You're like, you know, like, <laughs> you
1: know like, not a real fight.
0: Oh, no, it's your cats. <laughs>
1: And yeah. they're like, they're not even like real fighting. It's like tap, tap.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, I, but I want to lay in the chair. Yep. And then, you know, Al, Al's daughter uh, being like, you brought me here. Well, here's what it is. Don't let him tell you about it. Because he didn't want to tell you for a reason. Like, I don't know. I just, I still enjoy the show. I just didn't enjoy this episode.
1: Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this was one where I was watching it. And, uh, like, I was like, Hey, I got to watch this episode. And Julia's like, okay, I'm just going to lay here and read her book or something like that. And she kept like laughing and commentating on it. She's like, that is ridiculous. Oh my God. There's too much stuff that's happening in here. Why is this so dumb? Why are they being so dumb? And I'm like, you don't even watch this show. She's like, this is why.
0: She's not wrong.
1: No. No, it was a this this would be a bad episode to try to sell somebody on the show.
0: Uh yes, most definitely would be.
1: And, and it almost felt with Janice Calavici there, it almost felt like they they revealed their hand too soon. Like oh yes, they were they like did. they were like, Oh, we're gonna give you that cliffhanger of him saying, I remember why I left. And then we're going to yeah. come back and go, well, why did he remember? What? Why did he leave? Shit. I don't know. Uh, we've been fucking off for the past couple of weeks. Um, uh, just say it's it's to save her, but I can't remember anything. Yeah, there we go. Okay. And then they're like, but now we got to bring her in on the, on the thing. And then they bring her in and they're like, fuck, we weren't ready for
0: this. We don't know what's going on. <laughs> it's pretty much an accurate depiction, really.
1: Yeah. So I, I definitely feel like this was – this was them kind of struggling and saying, uh, don't look. We're not done yet.
2: <laughs>
0: yep. Um, uh, I watched the first episode of Hunter Season 2.
1: Oh, how is
0: it? Well, it was uh, Van Gluten's Day 1972 Butter Sculptor of the Year. So we meet some yeah. new people, and Al Pacino's back. Uh, but, Ooh, uh... it's, but it's you know it's Myers before um, the uh, events of episode of season one. I um, I'm not sure how I feel. Um, it was it was a decent episode. It was just you know it, I mean if you enjoyed season one you'll enjoy it plain and okay. simple. But I also know that this is the last season now. Mm-hmm. But I don't know 100% if they knew that when they filmed it.
1: Okay.
0: Cause I'd hate for it to end on a cliffhanger like the first season did. Fair enough. But at the same time
1: So you're you're hesitant to keep watching it.
0: Um, yeah, I am. It's almost like that Netflix cartoon you sent me it was like, Hey, there's a couple of great <laughs> shows you can stream right now. Hold on, let me yeah. check. Oh, cancelled early. Yeah, I'll pass.
1: <sighs> yeah. Yeah, you know, it's it's a struggle, you know, uh, you and I ran into that early in our days of the podcast, you know, where we'd be like, oh, you got to check out this show. No, like it's already been canceled. You told me that it's been canceled. I'm not going to check it out. I'm not going to waste my time <clears throat> to the point now where we don't suggest things to each other. We're just like, don't watch this. It was canceled.
0: Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So <laughs> I'll probably watch the second episode at some point. But again, it's just not... It was okay.
1: I'm, I'm definitely going to watch it. I should have like, I've got very few shows these days that I watch by myself. Like most of them are a combination, you know, or it's, you know, the two of us sit down and watch stuff together. Um, So on that free times, I'll be like, Hmm, I gotta, you know, I gotta grab one of my shows and watch it. Yep. and, there's so few of them that I forgot about hunters. So I was just like, I guess I got nothing, but I should remember
0: that one. Oh, uh, you got anything cool. else besides the last um, of us? Uh, yep.
1: A couple of things. One, I watched a couple of new shows. Um, poker face episode one.
0: I plan on watching it.
1: Okay. Um, I will say this. I, I'm sorry if I get staticky. I'm grabbing a drink to get rid of this crap in my throat. Um, I will say this. It's so they build it as like uh, mystery of the week episodes and it will be, um, but they're all tied to one central story. So take that as you will. Essentially there is one central story that's happening, but different things are happening around that. It, it was phenomenal. Like I loved it. It was so, so good. Um, Natasha Leone is amazing. Uh, it actually had fucking Adrian, uh, Adrian Brody and, um, uh, Benjamin Bratt in it. Okay. And prominently. Uh, so it, it was great. It was so good. I'm so excited about it. I loved it. Um, but we're trying to do like one episode at a time because oh, yeah. I think, I think there's like three of them out there. Uh, unlike over on Hulu extraordinary, which dumped all the episodes at the same time because it's a, it's either British or Irish
0: show. I think it's British. Yeah. I did start that episode. I got about 10 minutes in. I started dozing off and I shut it off and decided I'll go back and watch it when I'm not sleepy. <coughs>
1: Makes sense. Um, We're four episodes in right now. And loving every second of it. Nice. Pardon me for a second. No worries, friend. Um, So yeah, we're four episodes in. Uh, It it gives me a lot of Dead Pixels vibes. Uh, Not only because they're British, but it's got the same kind of... um, low-grade raunchiness to it. Uh, I like it. So for those who don't know, Extraordinary is a show where, in this world, everybody gets a superpower when they turn 18. Um, It's random, and there are some very weird ones. I mean, there's some that you would recognize like super speed, flying, um, (coughs) super strength. There's some that... like One of them that you see is somebody who can manipulate technology. But... None of these powers, um, <clears throat> they don't bestow extra things. So you see somebody who can fly, but he doesn't have super strength. So like he can't carry people with him very easily because he's limited to what his strength is. Um, person who can, uh, manipulate technology, never understood technology to begin with. So the power is kind of fucked on them because they can you know just wave their hand and browse through the internet but they don't understand like pop-ups and stuff like that so right um, there's there's somebody who their touch if they touch you with their skin they cause you to have an orgasm my first thought was i would monetize
2: that
0: Um, so that that is a scene i did see where the guy's like, I'm going to put a glove on because I want it to be myself. And she's like, this is bad. And she had to fake it.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And the main character that we follow, she doesn't have a power. And she's like 24 now and still doesn't have a power. But, you know, we, we follow her and her roommates. Um, One of them has the power to turn back time, but only for like 30 seconds Um, and the girl roommate, I love her the most. She actually can channel dead people and she doesn't have to be where they were killed. She talks in their voice. Um, They, they literally channel through her. So it's not like her saying, Oh, he's trying to tell like their voice comes out and they respond as they would in life. Um, That's all pretty funny. Yeah, it's a fun show. It's good. Um, you can definitely see that this was on network TV over in England because oh um, yeah, they'll be playing and all of a sudden the screen will go black, which is where the commercial would be, and then it'll fade back in from black really quickly, and you're like, oh, that was where the commercial was.
2: <laughs> um,
1: so yeah, four episodes in, really looking forward to finishing that one out because it's good. Now, the other show, the reason that we didn't finish up um, Hellbent on Doctor Who.
0: Well, hold on. So I watched the first episode of the second season of How I Met Your Father. Oh, how was it? No different than the first season. Okay.
1: Uh, except Which I stopped halfway through.
0: Except, like... There's a um, – oh, and then there was this time. Basically, they imply that Barney's going to be on it later in the season.
1: Mm, gotcha.
0: So, but yeah, I don't know if I'll go back and watch any. So, yeah. the reason why you didn't finish Doctor Who. Yep.
1: So, last weekend, I think it was last Saturday, we had a – we had seen something on TikTok, and uh, we decided to have a date night that was a junk food smorgasbord. So, like – we went to McDonald's and got some fries, and we went to um, Taco Bell and got some <coughs> veggie burritos, and we went to Wendy's because they had the spicy nuggets. And we just kind of put together this, this cluster of <coughs> the best junk food from each one of these junk food restaurants. And we are like, okay, when well, we go back to the house, we're going to eat this, and we're going to watch something. Let's start a new show. We're like, okay. So we're going down through the list and she's looking because we keep track. Like I'll say, oh, this is a great show or, oh, I want to watch this. And so we add it to our um, running to-do list. So she narrowed it down. She's like, okay, so I've heard good things about all three of these. She goes, you can't stop talking about Mr. Robot. And I was like, yeah, I love Mr. Robot. Top five (laughs) shows of all time. She goes, and then there's Succession, which is supposed to be really good. I was like, yeah, I've heard wonderful things about that. You know, it's coming up on its fourth season. There's three seasons available on HBO. She's like, and then there's Billions. And I said, yeah, Billions, supposedly really great. Um, I can't think of his name, but the guy who um, we love him, really narrow face, red hair, um, uh, life. <clears throat> Remember he was oh, the cop uh, that went to jail and um, Damien something?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, um, Damien Lewis. Yes, Damien Lewis. I was like, yeah, I've heard nothing but good about that, but I can't remember if it got canceled midway through like its third season or something like that, but yeah, that's definitely. So we're like going back and forth. She's like, all right, I'm going to take succession off because, you know, I just, that I'm leaning towards either Billions or Mr. Robot. And I was like, all right. She's like, but I don't, I like, neither one of them. I said, well, I'm kind of biased. I said, how about we do a random number check generator? We'll say, you know, Evens is billions. Odds is Mr. Robot. So we did the random number generator while we're sitting in line at Taco Bell. And uh, eight. It came up eight. So even. So we're like, billions it is. So we headed back to the house. We laid out our food and uh, started pawing through and then discovered billions is on Showtime. And I don't have Showtime. Yeah. So I was like, huh. Well, we've got two choices here. Either I can figure out you know, and get a subscription to Showtime. Or she goes, no, why don't we just try Mr. Robot? You always talk about that. I'm like, all right. So we're on episode 10 of season two now. And uh, (laughs) like that first night, that first night, five episodes. And we only stopped because I was about to fall asleep. Yeah. Like it was riveting. Like she was glued to the screen, which is very like we've watched a lot of good shows, but it's usually like one or two episodes. And then, you know, it's up moving around fidgeting. Uh, no, this was like solid. I'm watching this. Give me more. Um, the, the twists, the reveals, it was all playing. It was so nice to watch it from my point of view where I'd already seen it. Um, and remembering how you and I were watching it week to week reporting on the podcast. Oh, I just checked out this new show, Mr. Robot. Wow. Yeah. This was way better than I expected. And like, I'm going through all the trivia with her about how they really consulted hackers, how everything that they do in there is legit. She laughed when he was throwing uh, stuff in the microwave. And I'm like, no, that's legit. How do you do it? You know, we're taking the drill to the, uh, hard, yeah, drives, hard drive. Yeah. The, the whole reason they had the drill up on the shelf. Um, the end of season two, like we came the end of season one, we came back into season two and they don't show you who was knocking at the door. And she's like, who the fuck was knocking?" Like it was a big (laughs) thing. We had finished season one. She's like, I want to know who was knocking at the door. And it was like a day or two before we got to it. And then she's like, who was knocking at the door? And of course you remember the twist of season two, which we have seen the reveal of, which is that he's in prison. And, uh, it was. So now that I knew that watching it again, um and picking up on all the little things it was so beautifully done like this show still holds up it is still a fucking masterclass in narration in storytelling um like i said we just tonight with dinner finished episode nine which is where uh elliot and mr robot start glitching like they they as Mr. Robot says, I feel hot. It feels like we're too hot. And like they're separate from each other. They can see the other one interacting with people and they're not there. Um, yeah. It's, Oh, we just had episode eight, which was the one with no Elliot whatsoever. It was just Darlene and the F society people in the smart home. And the woman showed back up. And Oh God, this show is so fucking amazing. It's like, th- this is why we haven't finished that part of doctor who is because it'll be like, are we going to watch this or Mr. Robot? No, I won't Mister robot. No, it's going to be more Mr. Robot. So yeah,
0: I completely get it now.
1: Yeah. In one week we've devoured almost two whole seasons. So
0: yeah, completely get it. Um,
1: but yeah, I think God, you're going to like poker face. You're really going to like poker face.
0: Yeah. I'm looking Um, forward to it. Um, you know, the glass onion and, and, and uh, knives out, you know, yeah. so I'm looking forward to it.
1: And, and don't forget The Last Jedi.
0: Yes, yes.
1: So, yeah, I think the only other show that we have to talk about is The Last of Us. So right. on to movies.
0: I watched uh, I watched a few movies. I can't remember all of them that I watched. Okay. Uh, I, 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 I watched I know I watched Aliens with Canaan, but I think I watched it before recording. I think we watched I talked about it last time. Alien, yes. not Aliens. Alien, yeah. Yes. yes um, did. so I watched Pez Outlaw, which is a documentary on Netflix about this guy that so apparently you had Pez International over in Austria. Okay. And then you had Pez USA based out of Connecticut, the candy. Okay. This is from the nineties. And Pez USA had distribution rights to just the United States and Pez international distribution rights to the whole world. And you essentially had two separate companies that just made the same product. And USA didn't do, didn't like a lot of the stuff international did. So a lot of the candy dispensers got released internationally, never got released in the U S. So this guy who wasn't a Pez collector himself, but he just enjoyed, so he used to do, Basically, he's like, hey, you know, on a box where it says limit one per household. Yeah, that's because of me, because <laughs> I would I would send in for so many that then I would just go resell them. Right. Hmm. It's all of this. Yep. So he flew to Europe, went to the Pez factory, threw a roll of money down and said, I want to buy some Pez dispensers. So he they sold them to him. OK. He brought them back to the US. I don't want to ruin anything, but like the reason, the way he got them through customs is because Pez USA copyrighted Pez, that they were the distributors in the US. But oh, then okay. they never went to customs and filed paperwork with customs about anyone importing them besides them. So when this guy came in with thousands and thousands of Pez dispensers. Customs said, hold on a second, and started going through the books and Pez USA was never registered with them so they let him in the country. Oh. And he did this for years. (laughs) And I won't explain anything more than there, but he he called himself the Pez outlaw because he illegally imported Pez dispensers and made literally millions of dollars selling them. Interesting. Yeah. I
1: thought so. It, um, It reminds me, and I'm not going to get into the whole details of it, but um, you may already know this. There's a difference out there between Pyrex and Pyrex. There's two different kinds of Pyrex out there. If you look at your Pyrex and it has all capital letters, that's the good stuff. That's the high-quality, unbreakable glass stuff. If you see all lowercase Pyrex letters, that's a completely different uh, branch of the company where they make the cheap knockoff shit.
0: Really? Yep.
1: Same thing with Henkels and J.A. Henkels International. One makes shitty knockoff knives, and the other one makes good, hard quality knives. Huh. Yep. Yeah, it, the Pyrex one blew my mind, but that's what I was thinking with Pez USA and Pez International. Like, you would oh. think it's all just the same.
0: So they make Pyrex with capital letters. is made from borosilicate. And Pyrex, all lowercase, is made with soda lime.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: You know how you get a real Pyrex glass? You know it because it's, like, thick and rugged. You could club somebody over the head, and it would still be in one piece, hypothetically. Um, Yeah. Then you've got the other stuff that's basically just like a drinking glass.
0: Huh. Interesting. Yep. What else did you watch? Uh, Cannon and I watched the movie Devotion. It Sounds is familiar. the Korean War movie with, uh, oh, what's that that fella from the, um, oh, he was in uh, the HBO TV series there that I can't think of the name of now. Damn it. He's in Quantumanium. He's the villain. Oh, oh, yeah. uh, Jonathan Majors. Thank you. Yeah, he plays a, uh, he plays basically the first black U.S. naval pilot that passes their flying program in the the 50s and flies some missions in Korea. Uh, It's on uh, Paramount Plus. It's very good. It's very good. Yep, I enjoyed it thoroughly. If you like war flicks, it's not really a big war movie, but it just takes place in the Korean War. It's a good historical movie. I enjoyed it thoroughly, so didn't Kanan. And I'll leave it Thanks. at that. Cool. And then Addison and I, uh, <laughs> she finally wanted to watch The Evil Dead with me. Oh. It, wait, you
1: said The Evil Dead. Do you mean the new one?
0: No, no, that's just Evil Dead. The okay. Evil Dead is the okay. 1981 <clears throat> Sam Raimi. Just wanted to make sure. Bruce Campbell, you know, Tal Delrich, <laughs> I had to debate. Did I want to watch my VHS? Did I want to watch my Blu-ray, my DVD? Did I want to watch my 4k? Um, I went with DVD. Okay. Full full screen edition. Um, She enjoyed it. I liked hearing her thoughts on it. Uh, I of course uh, love the film. It's my favorite movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. and, uh, yeah, I saw a tweet today that someone posted that's like, uh, why is it when someone says, yeah, I own the Evil Dead, for some reason they have three different copies? And mm-hmm. I'm like, yep, I believe uh, <coughs> I believe." Yo, that one. over here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, except I have four. <laughs> all set? Yeah, all set. Okay. Uh, did you watch, what was your movie? You said you watched one. I watched one. Violent Night. Ooh, and
1: I watched it. I mean, it, it's not Christmas anymore, but it was close, and it finally was free to watch. So, um, it so Violent Night is ridiculous. It is stupid, and I I loved it. Um, John Leguizamo. I don't know what happened, but suddenly he's back. Like he was in the menu, and now he's in this. Like that's two, uh, air quotes, big budget Hollywood movies that he has now appeared in rapidly after yeah. being gone for so long. Like, I don't get it, but um, yeah, it was ridiculous. It was stupid in many places. Um, some of the lines were just awful, especially Leguizamo's lines. Uh, but it was, it was definitely something that I watched. Um, I enjoyed it for what it was. I will check out the second one when it comes out. Um, but yeah, this was campy, ridiculous. Um, but it knew that that's what it wanted to be. Like it was not trying to be a triple A blockbuster summer feel good movie. Like it knew what it was. No, no, it was, like, it
0: was it it was a Christmas. It was a violent movie that takes place at Christmas time. That's got some comedic elements. And
1: yep. yeah, I I thought when I saw the trailer, I thought that we were getting a Santa who was like a true badass. You know, ninja style, like he could do anything. No, this guy was basically cowardly um, uh, until he finally hit his groove. But he was cowardly and he was not sure-footed. Like, he was a uh, kind of a fuck-up.
0: Well, then he got his hammer and he was good to go. Well, he got a hammer. specific. Well, he got his hammer at the end, I realized. Yes. I would like crusher. to see his, his origin story more. I was really interested in that myself. I was
1: like, yeah, this is what I want to see.
0: Hey, what'd you think of? uh, I'll just say the chin nail. Oh, oh my God. So
1: I I was watching this and Julia was Ah. doing her own thing and that came on. You know, she was like popping in and out and being like, oh my God, this is dumb. And then that came on and it was that was that was rough. Like, that that was that was one of the roughest things that I've watched in a while, honestly.
0: Uh yeah, yeah, I yeah. agree. Yeah, so that was your movie. Yep. That was my one movie. I'm pro I I, I may purchase that. Yeah. Watch. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I, I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. I love to see uh, how John Leguizamo's character dies, is killed. <laughs> I mean, oh, crow. <sighs> yeah. 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 Trailers and such. It was a lot, I
1: think. Yeah. Well, we had two weeks worth to get through.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, you sent me somebody I used to know.
0: Yeah, I, 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 because I watched it, you had to watch it.
1: Yeah, yeah, that that's what I figured was coming down to again. (laughs) There's a number of those recently, but I mean, it's got Annie, so.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it looks okay. Um, it looks. I mean, it does. It does look funny. Uh, it's been a while since I watched the trailer, but I I do remember, you know, um. I thought it was gonna be more of a comedy. Mm. I can see that. Um and I actually thought it was gonna be like uh more about that Gautier song somehow. <laughs> gotcha. But it's, okay. It's dire- you know, it stars Alice and Bree and it's directed by uh Dave Franco.
1: Hmm. Which
0: they're kind of a thing, so yeah, and basically, she goes home, sees her ex-boyfriend, and is, like, questioning all of her choices in life, basically. Mm. Yeah. So, comedy, but not what I kind of expected, but still.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, We we simultaneously, like, I sent you the screenshot that Mandalorian's coming back March 1st. Shortly thereafter, you sent me the trailer for season three. Oh, um, uh, yeah. Yeah. That looks good, huh? Yep. The uh, last week when I was leaving work, I stopped and talked with uh, Aaron Hall for a little bit. He's a security guard up front there. And uh, we were talking about like the – I feel it's egregious that Top Gun was nominated for Best Picture at the Academy Awards this year. But, you know, apparently I'm in the minority there. I haven't seen
0: it yet, but I was pretty shocked.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I I just – I can't believe that I'm seeing Top Gun, those two words together, in a nomination for Best Picture from the Academy Awards. But then again, I kind of lost faith in the Academy Awards a while back. Anyway, I digress. So we were talking about things, and that's one of the topics that came up was trailers and how these days you get, like, 17 trailers for something. So if you watch all of them, by the time you go to see the movie or the show, you've pretty much seen it all. So there are certain things, like The Mandalorian Season 3, that I don't need to see a trailer. Um, In this case, I popped it on, watched, like, the first 30 seconds or so, and I was like, I'm done. I I got what I need. I'm going to watch this. I can't wait to see the rest of it.
0: That's kind of what I feel like about Evil Dead Rise, Scream 6. I'm going to watch them. I don't need to watch yeah. the trailer. Yep. You sent me an article about um, 30th anniversary of the Power Rangers on a standalone Netflix special. Yeah. Okay, cool.
1: Except that they're not... Include like the Red Ranger is not going to be the Red Ranger from the first season, uh, nor is the Pink Ranger, the Pink Rangers from the second season, the Red ranger yeah, is from it, the second it, season.
0: It's Catherine Sutherland who's playing the Pink Ranger, not Amy Joe Johnson.
1: And apparently um, um Amy Joe Johnson was, was
0: never asked. Yeah. 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 So um Ghost Remake with Channing Tatum in the Patrick Swayze role. Okay.
1: Because his production company bought the rights to it.
0: Not a movie I need to see. No. No, not at all. You know, not not a movie I need to see. So, You sent me the trailer for Polite Society.
1: <laughs> this looks interesting. It's basically a, an Indian Bollywood style movie where yep. a girl is a stunt woman, and that's what she wants to be. She wants to, you know, kick ass and be a stunt woman, and... So now she's fighting bad guys to save her sister's wedding. Yep. But uh, it's got the, um, the villain mom from Ms. Marvel as the villain mom again.
0: (laughs) It's, It's typecast.
1: Yep. Um, looks good. I think it looks fun.
0: I think it, I think it looks fun as well.
1: um, shrinking I sent you the trailer for it's now on Apple TV plus I have not started watching it yet this was a yeah. week of a lot of new show like extraordinary uh, poker face we've got the last of us and then this one showed up I was like fuck this is too many new ones all at once like
0: well so it's a Bill Lawrence show yep which makes me want to watch it
1: it's Jason and, Siegel
0: yeah and Harrison Ford's in it
1: uh, I saw part of an article that said, it's so nice to see Harrison Ford once again, trying in a role. Oh, geez, girl! Yeah. I'm um, very much looking forward to watching it. It looks so,
0: phenomenal. From what I've read here, Jason Siegel is Jimmy Laird dealing with severe grief because his wife died. He begins to breach ethical barriers by telling his patients what he completely thinks, resulting in a massive changes in his and their lives. So, I mean, that could be very, very funny.
1: Yeah. He, he basically does the thing that therapists aren't supposed to do because therapists are supposed to sit there and be like, well, how do you feel about that? Yeah. And instead he's like, dude, your boyfriend's cheating on you. Stop being so stupid and do something about it. Like what we would all like to be able to do. Right. Right.
0: You sent me the uh, Willow Behind the Magic trailer. I- I've never really watched these Behind the Magics.
1: Did you watch the trailer at least? Yeah, I did. I, yeah. It was fucking hilarious. I loved it because yeah. they basically made it sound like Warwick Davis is the biggest dick on the planet. Like yeah. they had behind the scenes footage, security footage of him going in and breaking uh, the props of Shalindria's wand. <laughs> um the, there's one of the PAs who's like, yeah, we, we told um, Warwick that, you know, Laura Dannon was going to be the star. And his response was, why?
2: <laughs> it was
1: just, it was a riot. I'll, I'll probably watch it for that fact.
0: Yes, it looked, it did look quite hilarious and <laughs> un, and unique. <laughs> uh, you sent the trailer to Hello Tomorrow. Some guys trying to sell some timeshares on the moon. Really?
1: It was so weird because honestly, if you, like, if you just showed me the first part of this trailer, I would have said, oh, this is for Fallout. And you would have yep. said, what? And I would have said, it's for the Fallout TV series that they're making based on the game. Because this was the the aesthetic, the weird retro 50s, <sighs> but taking place in like the 2400s. And then the nukes drop. And I legit thought that's what it was. And then I'm like, why is this mm-hmm. something where they're trying to sell timeshares on the moon? and it made me kind of sad.
0: Yeah. I don't I'm not going to watch this.
1: I probably won't either.
0: Yeah. Ted Lasso gets a spring premiere date. Thanks for that vagueness of spring.
1: At, at least remember last time we talked on here we were like did they even get a third season? Oh, it doesn't look like they got a yeah. third season. I don't know if they're yeah. getting a third season. But this spring. will be their last.
0: Oh, it will be? Okay. Yep,
1: they said well, they said that it is most likely going to be the final oh. season. Yeah. So um, uh, another surprise though, Schmigadoon is getting a second season. Uh, looks like they're <laughs> heading to Chicago. <laughs> I fucking love that. I I love that show so much, and that was that was a great time. You know, that was in the early days of the two of us dating, and uh, you know, watching it at, you know, this house that she was house sitting for, that house, or it was just I loved it. Very excited. Uh, <sighs> sent to the six. trailer for Scream Six.
0: Didn't watch it. Not gonna.
1: Yeah, you're not missing much.
0: No, I don't think so. Uh, I did watch the trailer to Cobra Kai season six
1: <laughs> to see if you missed anything in season five.
0: <laughs> Pretty much, and uh, <laughs> it's kind of funny to me because when this show started, we loved it so much mm-hmm. in seasons one and two when it was on YouTube Red or yep. whatever the YouTube is, not YouTube Red, but, yeah, whatever that was called. Yeah, it was. Okay. Um. Well, red tube is porn, so that's why I thought that can't be right. Right. <laughs> uh, but I'm not saying the show's terrible, but I guess good for them for getting six seasons out of this. Yeah. And, and finding a new generation of people to go back to watch the Karate Kid movies, because that's what it's really accomplished.
1: Long in the tooth, I think, is the uh, analogy that I would use here.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm glad this is the final season, though.
1: Yeah, it's overstated. its welcome. It's –
0: yeah.
1: they ran out of story. Like, the first season or two were great because they were continuing directly the stories of, you know, Johnny and Daniel's rivalry. We were seeing it in their kids. It was great. Like, again, this is one of those, like, supernatural that really should have stopped after, like, season two. Yes. And then they got too much into the teen drama and the adults acting like teens. And yeah, it's just it. It got ridiculous.
0: Anyway, this is unrelated to movies and TV, but Sam Raimi is going to be at Rhode Island Comic-Con, and I think I have to go meet him.
1: I'm I'm considering it. That's November of this year, so...
0: If Bruce Campbell's going to be there, then... Right, I'm, that bu- kind of changes things. I'm buying me an 11 by 17 poster of Evil Dead, probably, and <laughs> getting them both to sign it. Nice. Uh, oh, I sent you the trailer for We Have a Ghost. <laughs> that looks pretty cute. Doesn't that look pretty damn
1: good? It's very, it's very interesting that David Harbour, as a ghost, can't talk, but he can
0: scream a lot.
1: yes. He can make a lot of noise. Ah!
0: Um, it's a movie, which I'm glad it's a movie uh, from the director of Freaky. Oh, awesome. Pedigree
1: right there. Yep.
0: Yep. Uh, the synopsis after discovering their new home is haunted by a ghost named Ernest. Kevin creates a YouTube channel and makes it the ghost and his family Internet famous. However, even Kevin and Ernest start to uncover the truth about Ernest's past. They become targets of the CIA. So that was pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, and, Which uh, makes
1: no sense because the CIA wouldn't be targeting people on American soil.
0: Well, not not supposed to, but they certainly do it enough in the TVs and whatnot. Oh, my God. Speaking of, I've
1: got to tell you this. I'm sorry. This is a little spoilerish, but it's not really. In the first episode of Poker Face, one of the characters is talking to Natasha Leone's character. And, you know, the whole deal is like she she sees somebody and she can tell if they're lying or not. She's like, yeah, a it's
0: like a, it's like lie to me. Kind of. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so they're sitting there talking to her, and she's like, blah 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 blah, and somebody goes, "God, you got a regular Michael Weston here." They go, "Who?" And he goes, "Michael Weston from that show, Burn Notice. It was amazing." And I went, "It was amazing." And then I just like paused the show to actually like rave about Burn Notice for a little while towards <laughs> Julia, and I was like, "We've got to watch that as well." Nice. Yeah, because he said, he's like, you know, oh, we got a regular Michael Weston. I'm like, does he mean what I think he means? He sure did.
0: Yeah, he does. Yep. Uh, say so you the trailer for She Came From The Woods. Thanks for that.
1: You know, I actually saw that one pop up. I, I literally saw that one pop up and I read the synopsis and I went, God, I'm not going to bother clicking on this because then if I do, I have to send it to Mike. And then you sent it and I went, son of a bitch.
0: Well, that's because I watched it.
1: Yeah. So by law. I tried doing you the favor. I tried to spare you. And
0: it didn't work. I mean, it looks like it might be a little fun, but. I don't know. We'll see. I'm not going to go out of my way. Yeah. Not going Um, out of my way.
1: So Amazon is doing a bunch of Tomb Raider stuff. Uh, They've got a TV series that apparently uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge is going to be producing yeah, uh, her I'm production. Her. Yep. And, uh, they're also working on a video game and a movie tie in. Uh, so good for them. Uh, hopefully it'll be better than what we've gotten in the past. Um, the Alicia Vikander one wasn't bad. Honestly, it was closer. I to the games it. I liked have it better done. than the, uh, Oh, yeah.
0: the Jolie ones.
1: I just saw something the other day that said that, uh, in the original Tomb Raider video game, you remember that of course, back on the PlayStation one, oh. um, one of the guys who was creating the model for Lara Croft accidentally set the uh, chest size to 150% accidentally, in air quotes. And um, when everybody in the testing department saw it, they were like, no, 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 keep it. That's good. So she was never meant to have the giant bazongas that she did in the game. but
0: Allegedly. I'm,
1: yeah, I'm glad that they've uh, gotten
0: away from that. Like I said, my knee jerk reaction, it seems outside her wheelhouse, but then again, Jordan Peele, so yeah. Yeah,
2: yep.
1: Um, Annie Wershing has been all over my news feeds from yep. passing away at 45. Um, recently, we saw her in The Rookie as the psychopath there who kept tormenting Nolan over and over again.
0: Yep, she was in prison. She was I'm in Twenty
1: Four. She was in Picard. Um, uh, yeah, and the reason that I, she keeps popping up for me was because she was the voice actress who did Tess in the video game of The Last of Us.
0: Don't forget, she was the Borg Queen in Picard season two. Yep, yep.
1: She she's always played a good villain. Tess was a little bit of a an yep. offshoot, but
0: yeah. Didn't know she had the cancer.
1: I know. Younger than me.
0: Picard season three, that's one of those ones I didn't need to watch. Exactly. Yep. Uh, And then Murder Mystery 2. And I'll be honest when I say I'm struggling to remember Murder Mystery 1.
1: It's the same thing. It's... Uh, Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston go on a vacation Uh, people start to die around them and they get sucked into a murder mystery kind of thing It, it was okay it was better than I expected it to be it was definitely not a top tier movie but it was enjoyable for what it was I may check the second one out
0: Okay. I just don't remember watching the first one or even hearing about it it was a Netflix original I believe yeah. Yes. No. It was. It is. Yes. So real quick, the uh, Academy Awards. We talked about the movies, the the Best Picture, and and um, I saw Elvis. Uh, whatever. It was. It was a movie that was on. Yeah. Uh, everything ever all at once. Um, mm. Okay. I can get behind that one. Yep. Uh, I, I loved didn't see it. I didn't see the Fablemans. I didn't see Walking Talking. I didn't see Triangles of Sagness. I didn't see Tar. I didn't see Top Gun. I didn't see the Banshees of Innishirin or whatever, even though I think that's on HBO Max or something. Yeah. I didn't see Avatar The Way of the Water, but I know. Uh, no. But I did see All Quiet on the Western Front, and I can get behind that winning best picture. That was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Michelle Yeoh got nominated for Best Actress for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Didn't Jamie Lee Curtis get nominated for uh, Supporting Actress? She did indeed. As a matter of fact, Jamie Lee Curtis and Stephanie HSU is her last name. So I'm if that's Hugh or Hughes or whatever. I think it's uh, Sue. Sue. Yeah, it could be. She got nominated as well. And uh, Ki-Hoon Kwong got nominated as well as Best Supporting Actor. So... (laughs) And they also got nominated for Best Original Screenplay. Um, All Quiet on the Western Front also got nominated for Best International Feature Film.
2: Mm, Nice.
1: So, yeah. Um, I don't know if you had heard this or not. Mm -hmm. But the Razzies this year uh, had to make their first apology and retraction. Because they put up a nominee for worst actress for the 12-year-old girl from Firestarter, the remake. And basically, everyone was like, dude, you can't put a 12-year-old up for a worst actress award. You're going to fucking crush her. And I can see both sides of it. You know, they're like, hey, she was an actress. She was the star of this movie. Like... Um, it was a terrible movie, but then on the other hand, you know, if, if your kid was put up in front of the entire school and told, Hey, you're the worst kid in school, you'd probably take umbrage with that. Yep. So I thought that was very interesting. Well,
0: it wasn't a good movie.
1: It wasn't, um. But I I think they did the right thing by withdrawing her from the running. Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, Okay. Anything else, news or TV?
1: I don't believe so.
0: Oh, wait. Yes, actually, there was.
1: One more piece of news. You might have seen this. Uh, Justin Roiland is out everywhere. So Justin Roiland is the co-creator of Rick and Morty. Him and Dan Harmon created it together. Justin Roiland is also the uh, voice of Rick and Morty. Uh, Justin Roiland also is the creator of Solar Opposites on Hulu. And he started a game company called Squanch Games. They recently had a big first-person shooter come out called uh, High on Life, where all of your weapons talk. Uh, It's very Rick and Morty kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, he's out of everything. Uh, basically he, in 2020, he got the, he got the cops called on him for domestic violence. Um, and, tr- uh, what is the one <sighs> he, he was basically holding the person there? Wouldn't let them leave. Um, and like he, it, it, not kidnapping. It's like restraining. unlawful um, restrain- restraint. restraining. Yeah. Um, yeah so he basically, that was in 2020 when they were first filed. Now they've actually got full on charges against him. Um, when that broke shortly thereafter, adult swim put out a statement, said we have cut all ties with him, but we've already signed a deal to have 70 episodes of this show. It will continue the talented staff and crew, blah, blah, blah. But Justin is out. Um, uh, shortly thereafter hulu was like yeah he's no longer here some people say that he left voluntarily some people say hulu fired him um same thing with his company squanch games they kicked him out so yeah he's gone from everything he is he has not been convicted yet but mm-hmm. they have scorched the earth
0: well i mean probably for the best it, i think it probably is
1: I still remember seeing an early interview where Dan Harmon, Oh no, it was an episode of Harmon town. He was talking about, you know, Justin came to him and said, you know, I, I want some tips, some acting tips. And he was giving him advice on how to do Rick as an alcoholic, abusive person. So he told him, just keep drinking while you're doing the lines and drink and drink and take shots over and over again and get yourself drunk so that you're in the right state of mind. And, I'm wondering how much of Dan Harmon's influence went into this, you know, turn. I'm not saying that Dan Harmon did this to him. I'm saying that, you know, those early, meetings that they had where he was like you know oh, do this get right into the mind of that character like yeah. did that open up some floodgates did that change him i
0: mean it's a possibility just
1: wanted to be an entertainer to you know somebody who was like no i'm a i'm a character actor i've got a i don't know i don't know what goes on behind closed doors uh and like i said he hasn't been convicted yet but the charges have been brought up he is out everywhere so we'll see
0: Um, excuse me. Last of Us, episode two.
1: Episode two, yeah. So if nobody so wants some spoilery stuff, go away.
0: So what's really unique is on the on the uh, on the uh, rating side of things. Episode two got a higher rating than episode one.
1: Yes. I will also say this. Remember how long episode one was? Oh yeah, yeah apparently it was supposed to be two separate episodes. There were supposed to be 10 episodes this season, but we've Ah, only got nine because it was going to be a bad breaking point between episode one and two. So they just squished them together to make one long episode. I have a feeling that the breaking point was going to be right after Sarah gets shot. Probably. And before we travel 20 years into the future. Um, So I'm glad that they squished them together, but go ahead.
0: So this one's infected. This is what's really. Okay, I love the opening of we're in uh, Jakarta, and like the military, or local police collect, go to that diner, and they pick up the. You know, we're getting some backstory of how yeah. this pandemic started, and so basically, yeah. we're getting her reactions to everything. You know, we see like she goes, um, you know, they. I love how they say. They take her to the laboratory. He's like, "Don't tell her anything. Let her make her own conclusions." She's like, "Why is this slide prepared this way?" He's like, "That's how you prepare a slide for when you're testing human cells." Well, that's impossible. But this can't survive in human cells. Well, this one did. They take her to the human. They take her to the You know, the woman that one of the women that was infected that's now dead. Hold on a second, Alexa, shut up. I don't know why she started talking.
2: <laughs>
0: so anyhow, um. How she examines the body, sees those tendrils, freaks out. When she asks how many people are missing from the factory and the guy says 14 and her hand starts to involuntarily shake. And I love when he says, like, what do we do about a vaccine or a cure? And she basically is like, yeah, there isn't one. You just need to bomb the city and everybody in it. Yep. Right now. And, and um, if you
1: could give me a ride home, I'd like to be with my loved ones.
0: Yeah. For the last you do little it. bit. Yeah. And then you fast forward to later on in the episode and you have Joel and Tess and what's the girl's name? Ellie. Ellie. And they're like, they, she's like, oh, what's that? Oh, that's where one of the bombs went off and they were bombing the city.
1: Yep. And she's like, did it work? Well, here it did. Other places it did.
0: Yep. Um, this episode, a lot happened, but not a lot happened. Yes. Okay. It's, it, it's, they're basically traveling from one part of the city to the next, but they have to take this, you know, obscure route to get there. My wife brought up a good point. It's like, you know, I'm no expert in Boston, but you see a lot of places that like, you recognize if you've been there, like Faneuil Hall, Quincy Market, you know, yeah. things like that. Um, you know, we, we, we meet the, the, uh, the clickers. Yes. Like the like when she's asking about like oh so it's not really like this or it's not really like that Ellie and then she goes what about the ones with the head split opens that like that you know can't see and they have like bat faces and this and that and they stop talking. Like yep. they don't say that doesn't exist and of course we meet them later when they're trying to cut through the museum. Yep. Um so the move the episode was long but it was there was a lot of silence and then there was a lot of action and also a lot of education as far as like we watched the making of the episode and like fungus really are like the talkers of the woods. Like one fungus can transmit through the other organisms to talk to other funguses like a mile away. Like that's a real thing. Yeah. Uh, and they really show us that in the episode. Which was cool. Uh, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I I we both really loved it a lot. Um, you know, they get to the state house, but all the fireflies are dead. Yep. And Joel's like, you know, like some of them turned, got one got bit, got infected, and they turned on each other, and they're all dead. Yep. Um and then everything that happens, and you know, Tess finding out that she's bit, Ellie was bit again, or scr- and, but like she's fine. Yeah, she's immune. <laughs> Tess is obviously breaking out. Joel's heartbreak with it. Um, they killed one of the uh, one of the people in there. He shot her, shot it in the head. And like, you see like the tendrils or whatever it's called going around its hand. And then it wakes up the others by Faneuil Hall and they're coming. And the line that Tess gives Joel of like, save who you can save. Yeah. And he stares at her for a moment and then he grabs Ellie and runs. That was phenomenal. Yes. That was tremendous. And when you look at like the character of Ellie who goes from, Someone who's tough and there's no hope and this and that. And then she sees uh, Tessa, I mean, and then she sees Ellie, who actually is immune because they talk about, oh, you're the cure. you know, like they talk about how they've heard this all before. You know, like you're the key to solving all this or this or that or whatever. And Joel's still kind of blind to it. But Tessa's like, no, she really is. Like you can see, like for the first time, she has hope. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, she gets bit. I don't know i I know I surmised it pretty quickly because to me that's what the episode was. It was let's get us some major backstory at the beginning. let's watch them travel through the city they get to know each other we talk about different things going on with the city we learn how they what they're not the clickers what are the others called uh the
1: other ones are called they're it's like for this, some reason I want to say rushers but that's not it.
0: No, they're like cyphersers or something like that. Yeah. I thought it started with a C, like named after the fungus. that.
1: The, the fungus is a cordyceps.
0: I think that's something they call those. I think the cordyceps yeah. or something. But anyways, uh, we learn like how they talk to each other. We learn how like they kind of lay dormant. Apparently they have a problem with the sun, like, you know, fungus do. Now they kind of lay dormant until they talk to each other and then they go because they're feeding, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's what's driving them. Um, I don't know. I loved it. We loved it. We're hooked. I can't Absolutely. wait to finish episode three.
1: The um, So the second episode, yeah, it, I loved everything about it. That whole part in the beginning, like you said, over in Indonesia, where they were doing the backstory. So again, like I said in the first one, none of that was talked about in the game. Like nobody okay. really talked about where the first infection happened. It's always kind of been a theory but now it's been spelled out and we'll get to it, but they really spell it out in the third episode. Um, But yeah, seeing this happen and I had this, apparently other people had this reaction too. So the second episode gives us that warning in the beginning that says, you know, warning, violent images, uh, brief nudity. And I'm like, the fuck they're going to have brief nudity on this show. And then it's the corpse that's laying on the hospital. And I'm like, okay, yep, that makes sense. Um, But yeah, to get that whole backstory, to get the whole thing that you know this was where it first started um, was again awesome. I yep. really really appreciated that. Um, watching them walk through the city, yeah. Excuse me, the devastation. You know, twenty years of rot and bombs and you know everything and, that's gone and wrong.
0: Nature reclaiming it.
1: Yep. So uh, so that was that was definitely believable. You know, and they. Hess and Joel are runners. You know, they go out, get supplies, come back with supplies. You know, they run missions for people. Um, So they know these things. They know the different paths through. That's why, you know, they got up there and they were surprised that the walls had collapsed and they had to go around and these doors are locked. We never checked them before. Um, So. That was definitely good to watch. I'm not sure if the show will get into this, but when they were down in the lobby and they were kind of wading through and Ellie was like, uh, I can't swim. Um, there were a lot of parts in the game where Joel would have to swim to something and like to get her across, he'd have to bring like a pallet, you know, or a floating piece of wood. Ah, And then she'd get on top of it and he'd kind of push it along. So. So it was a big thing, and I'm hoping that they don't bother with that in the in the show.
0: In the making of – because we watched the little like, two-minute making of clip after the credits yep. about making of the episode. They do talk about how like, in the video game, like you'd have to put your gas mask on, like you kind of talked about last mm-hmm. week, because how the spores work. Well, spores go everywhere, and you yeah. really can't show spores on TV, so they just did away with that, which I thought was good. It made more sense, and then – the knowledge base we have now compared to when the game was created, we realize how these things, you know, air, you know, the spores would actually work in the air and everything like that. Um, I did like how she said, I can't swim, and he, like, oh no, and jumps down, and it's like neat, not even knee deep for him. He's like, we're just gonna walk, yeah. Um, <laughs> so they did mock that, so I'd be curious what happens later. Um, I really don't want to get into episode three because I don't want to risk ruining anything. And I don't want to actually see, read something I don't want to read when I because I haven't right. taken notes yet. I just started watching it uh, and, and tonight before we started. Um,
1: um, yes, and I was gonna say that when we got to episode three, yeah. um, that basically. But sticking on episode two for just a minute, um, one of the one of the big departures, and it's not monumental, but In the game, the same kind of thing played out where Tess basically was like, I'm infected, you know, you guys have to go save yourselves. But it wasn't, like, in this case, all the Fireflies were killed by, you know, one of them got infected, so they all killed each other and themselves. um, In the game, it was actually Fedra. Like, Fedra found the Fireflies there and slaughtered them, and then they attack. And Tess gives her life basically holding the door. You know, she stays behind to fight off Fedra while Joel and Ellie escape. Um, so,
0: in the making of, not to keep going there, they mentioned sure. that in the game, Fedra was the primary enemy. Yes. Whereas on the TV show, it's going to be the Preachers, if you will.
1: Yep. Which, there was always, like, well, there were always basically three factions in the game. There was yep. the, there was Fedra, there was the Infected, and then there yep. was, you know, just the random groups of raiders and assholes. Yeah. Um, you know, the Walking Dead types.
0: I saw what Bill's Fence did to the Raiders. <laughs> um, so, yeah, episode two,
1: phenomenal. Um, yep. Really enjoyed it. Uh, episode three, we won't talk about that right now because you haven't finished it. Um, yeah. I'm very much looking forward to uh, It's rated higher than the second one. There are some who are saying that it is the best episode of TV that we've had in a long time. Oh, wow. Um, people want Nick Offerman to be up for an Emmy for his performance uh, yeah. this. And I really, really want to talk about a lot of this episode and I'm not going to <laughs> say a
0: word. Um, Good, Cause we'll deep dive it next week.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, but like I did say briefly, you know, they do verify that this was spread from, you know, he, he doesn't say specifically because nobody really knows, but he says that their best guess is that it was in something like flour or sugar. Um, yep. and that it was all in, you know, stuff that went around the world. Yep. People ate it on Thursday from that particular batch. And then by yep. Friday they were just
0: sick. Batch- and by Monday, everything was gone. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We got some good backstory at the beginning of episode three. I liked how Ellie was like, well, that's a lot better than whatever it was. She said, you know, I can't remember now off the top of my head, but yeah. Like, uh, He liked her explanation better than the one she'd heard over the years. Like, this Mm -hmm. one actually makes sense. Yeah. Because Kane and I were talking about that. Like, how did the first person get infected? Because we just know somebody was infected and bit somebody, who bit somebody, who bit somebody, and on and on and on and on. And, But then with him explaining it like he did in episode three, it's like, oh, okay. It was in our food.
1: And the ones that it happened to in Indonesia technically were patient zero, but they didn't run around infecting everybody else. They just happened to be there to get a fungal infection where they were
0: working. Right. And it spread to food around the world. And that's how it spread around the world.
1: And, you know, not to put too fine of a point on it, but we've seen, you know, when COVID first broke out, we've seen what can happen to a pandemic level thing when. Oh, yeah. uh, But that was a respiratory issue where some people were cured. Some people weren't. Uh, This is a fungal infection. You know, this is something that there's no cure for. And it replicates very quickly. I mean, I'm sure you've seen that. You own a house. I'm sure that there were times when, like, you'd get heavy rains. You'd come outside and you'd be like, where the fuck did these mushrooms come from? They just popped up out of nowhere.
0: Yep, exactly.
1: Because that's how fungus works. (sighs)
0: <sighs> Great show. Love the Great show. show. Oh, dude. Looking dude. forward to finishing uh, episode three. Fuck. Well, I'm going to go finish it. Good. When we finish up here. so Excellent. Uh, Well, I guess that being said, I'm on Twitter. I'm SuperstarMel.
1: I'm the Quantum Geek, G33K.
0: That's our shoot.
1: We'll talk to you next week.